What's good, comic fam? Also, Polar35. Thanks for commenting, liking, and subscribing. I'm going to be sending you this Wolverine number one, 9.8 exclusive. Stay tuned to the end of the video. We have another giveaway on deck. Comic fam, thanks so much for joining us today. On the mic with me, my good friend, Gem Mint from Gem Mint Collectibles. How you doing? I'm doing great. What's up, Comic Tom? I'm feeling great, man, because we are here to break down the hottest, most in-demand back issues that will define a generation of comic book collecting. And we have a lot of great comic books on this list, don't we? We have a lot of great books. And like we told you guys in the last video, this top 10 list is a little bit different. You're going to see some books stay on the list because that's what's hot right now. And then you're going to see some new ones creep in as well. We make this video every single week. So hit that subscribe button and slap that like button. And let's get the 10 books from last week right up on the screen because five of them are going to be replaced by the end of this video. All right. So the first repeat book of this list is Teen Titans 12, the first appearance of the Batman who laughs. Seeing an increase in sales this last week. We're seeing a new high at $600. Not that much has moved, but near a $100 increase in seven days. Jem, I think people are excited about this heavy metal run. Yeah, I think Dark Knight's death metal is definitely renewing interest in the Batman who laughs. And let's see what happens with the series and how that progresses. Maybe they'll utilize him more. There might be a big revelation at the end. So it's a $600 book right now. We'll have to keep an eye on it to see what it does. This is why we got to be watching these comics, Jim, every single week, because this kind of stuff will go missed. There's a lot of comics we got to pay attention to. But enough of this DC, man. We have news from the Daily Bugle, from the Marvel bullpen. All right. Another repeat book, Venom 3, the first appearance of Null, but... There has been a news update since we reported on this book last week. That's right. Marvel releasing a epic announcement. Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman going on the mic to let everybody know about Null coming in December. Dude, did you see this? I'm so stoked about this. Yeah, it's so awesome. And I got to be honest, I was kind of like, where's Null? We had a lot of Black Winter focus. Thor seems to kind of be overtaking the Venom run. Venom kind of being played with a couple of you know tie-ins and, and events. But now we're getting the Null is Coming announcement. We're getting the, the event, the series, and I'm excited for it. Dude, this was hitting $250 last week when we were talking about it. Can you believe that we're seeing a $400 high? I believe it, man. And actually, a buddy of mine hit me up and said, hey, I have three of these Venom 3. Should I submit them to CGC? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll make sure they're 9.8s. Although, looking at these 9.8 numbers, I bet you 9.6, it's still worth it to get it graded if you want to consider you know, what you paid for the book and grading costs. But yeah, the book has jumped up. And I think as we get closer to the big null revelation, there's still some room there. This is what Sir Cates had to say. Since the beginning, we have been focusing on Null, an insanely powerful symbiote. Null is coming, and he's going to be here in December in King in Black. It's the coolest, darkest, heavy metal, Cthulhu dark, can't believe Marvel even let me do its story. I feel like every Donny Cates is like, I can't believe Marvel let him do it, from Cosmic Ghost Rider to what he's done uh, with Thor. So I, if he says that, I believe him, and I'm very excited to read what he's got coming next. Oh, Jam, we got some more comics getting caught in those webs. We sure do, man. We got Ultimate Fallout 4, the Jajaric variant. We have another huge sale in 9.8 with this book. Last week, we reported on an $8,000 sale. Since that video, we have one that almost hit $9,000. I cannot believe people are spending this much money on this book. I mean, it's a cool book. First appearance of Miles Morales. But for me, honestly, if it's eight or $9,000, i am buying a Silver Age key, a Bronze Age key, 
something like that. What are your thoughts on that, Tom? Hold up, Jam. Actually, last week was a $9,000 sale. That means that there are actually two back-to-back record breakers happening week over week. This is big news because some people thought that this was just a you know, an outlier. Someone just going nuts with their spending. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was mistaken. Yeah, but that, that's even better because now it's not just a unicorn. Now we're having similar sales for that book. That's a crazy sale. But what do you think about the price? Are you spending 9000 on a modern variant? Damn, dude, I am not. But here's the thing. I'm going to be hunting for these books because they're still out there. These prices are moving quick. And here's the thing. You mentioned Unicorn. You also have the newsstand variant that is creeping up aggressively. We saw a staggering sale of $8,100. It's creeping up close to this Deservic variant. For the regular cover, just the newsstand version. Correct. Man, that's crazy. Another That's weird. Both like eight, 9000 I think that's why I got confused with the 8000 But anyway... Wow, the regular cover 9.8 going for 8100. Dude, and if you think that's nuts, dude, do you remember when Ultimate Fallout 4 was like in the 3 to 400 dollars? We're seeing number 4s at 9.8. The book that you could have gotten that poly bag hitting 1000 bucks. Yeah, that book like you said was a 300 dollar book. We're steadily getting sales in the you know, 1000 dollar range. So that's that's the price of this book right now, guys. Definitely something that you want to find in and get in on the low if you own it. It's probably a good time to sell. We just got the cover art for the Miles Morales Spider-Man PS5 game. Absolutely, man. Are you going to play this game? I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, I'm definitely going to grab it. I mean, I played the PS4 game. I don't know if you know this. I'm a trophy hunter. You know what that is? Oh, my gosh. You just play that game till it's like till it's toast. You basically have to collect all the trophies in the game. Xbox has achievements, but PlayStation, you have trophies. And if you get all the trophies, you get the platinum trophy. So I am... A platinum trophy hunter. I think I have like 60 platinums. Dude, it's awesome. You're collecting omnis, you're collecting statues, and you're getting your virtual trophies. I I see the kind of collector you are. Let's chat about Edge of Spider-Verse number two. The first appearance of Spider-Gwen, getting it back on the screen from last week. Seeing average prices around that $800 mark. It's still hovering around the same sale point. But you know what? We got to chat about the variance gem because we mentioned them. But man, they are seeing some major gains. Bro, we called it last week. When they started talking about Ultimate Fallout 4, Jaderic variant, and we started talking Edge of the Spider-Verse 2, I said, yo, that Greg Land variant is going to creep up. Actually, throw it on the screen. I had this book at a 9.8 in 2015. These were books that I was specking on when I was first getting into specking or getting graded books. And uh, I I let it go for a lot less than what it's going for now. A 9.8 averaging $2,300 for this book. I got to ask, do you remember what you sold yours for? Thousands of dollars less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. If you check GPA sales for 2015, it was probably something around there. I want to say 600 bucks, if I'm mistaken, or or something like that. I don't know. It wasn't 2300 Well, we also have that error variant that we touched on last week. We have approximate print counts, likely under 500. These are few and far between, but... Can you remind the community how you can identify this one? Yeah, that regular cover had like a burgundy background, but there was a handful of them that had a black background. I don't know if this was like heavy on the ink or a print manufacturing error, but it looks like it has a black background. Now, what I want to ask the community and you, Tom, do you think CGC should be noting those error variants? I think they should be. Unfortunately, I don't think that it's as easy of a process as we'd like to believe because with so few that exist, it's hard to pinpoint whether or not we have a true authentic variant on our hands. But you know what? We do have one that hit the market, a 9.8. It was signed and had a sketch, so we want to consider that, but it went for $1,250. 
Yeah, I think that the black variant portion of that had a lot more to do than the signature and the sketch. I don't know what you think. No, I completely agree. And I think that this book is worth specking on because if you know it, a lot of people don't, you may have an opportunity to pick it up on the cheaper side because people are going to miss it, especially if the seller doesn't take really good pictures. I have a feeling that if you're you know, saving it on your search, waiting for an error to pop up, you may miss it. Yeah, you just have to have your eyes on that black cover. So yeah, we may have a repeat offender next on this list, Jem, but it's a different comic book. We got ASM 361, the newsstand edition, and we're seeing high sales at $600. Clearly, there has been a change to the spec of this comic book because $450 highs were being reported last week on the show when standard covers were going for $450. Yeah, you're right. We talked about ASM 361 last week, but now we're specifically talking about the newsstand edition. And I didn't know, this is actually more common of a newsstand edition. The ratio is about one to four. So you, every every uh, four books that you have, one of them is going to be a newsstand. And yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely commanding a premium and a good difference too, about $150 difference. Being that it's the most common and we're it's not that far away from what the regular is going for, this is the one that you really want to hunt down. Can't agree more. And I want to remind everybody that over time, those newsstands started to re be produced more and more because they were popular. So if you were to look earlier in the run, for example, ASM 298, we're seeing a staggering difference of about a 1 to 100 ratio. So that just lets you know that this book is not only attainable, but because the market is moving towards it, that's where you want to pay attention to. And you got to imagine these newsstand books maintaining a 9.8 grade after being out in the elements, out on the racks, being handled by whoever's walking by, and to still hit a 9.8, it deserves that premium. Yeah, there's rumors that these were returnable and destroyed if they weren't sold. So this 30% number may even be lower. That's crazy. Looks like we got some disturbance in the force, Gem. We're back here with the Star Wars, the Clone Wars number one. It's the first comic book appearance of Ashoka Tano. Climbing the charts, again, seeing a high sale at 9.8, record setting at $1,650. Now, making it on this list again because it is a major spec book, but also we have rumors that are swirling that Disney is prepping for a mass content dump while they are playing catch-up from the pandemic. This is interesting, Jem. It means that there could be more coming because they have to now catch up on all these filming delays that they were experiencing on Disney+. Plus. And this is new information that we didn't have last week. These rumors are coming from a credible source, and they're also talking about uh, a Dr. Aphra series as well as Boba Fett appearances. So we're looking at Darth Vader number three beginning to heat up as well. We're seeing $200 highs at 9.8 for this book. That one in 25 variant hitting $500. Kind of a classic shout out to Empire Strikes Back, huh? Yeah, definitely. And I think this is a good buy right now. That Dr. Afro, I mean, I know we're talking about Clone Wars here, but I think Dr. Afro is a good buy. It's a low risk, high reward for a $200 9.8 that might might turn into one of these other books that are selling for $2,300 uh, a couple years later. But uh, yeah, the Clone Wars, that's crazy. $1,650 and a 9.8. This is kind of one of those books you want to be on the hunt for, probably not buying off eBay. All right, so that's enough of the repeat offenders that we had from last week, but still a lot of good new information. But now we're going to jump into some movie hype news with a tried and true book that is still heating up. I'm talking about Giant Size X-Men number one. Dude, this is a classic. This is a Bronze Age key, and it's always going to be a key. The first appearance of the new team, the first appearance of that noise those animantium claws make, and we're seeing a record breaker this week. Can you believe 
without any like movies guaranteed yet. We know it's coming, but we're not seeing like shots of Storm or Nightcrawler or something. $15,000 sale. All that's telling me is that this book still has room to grow. We haven't had any movie announcements. We just know that mutants are coming. And I'm sure there's going to be some Wolverine, Storm. I could imagine Colossus and Nightcrawler. This is a good buy. I mean, I don't think we're... Not everybody's going out there to buy $15,000 9.8s, but it still has room to grow. Giant Size X-Men, even after this movie hype, is a great book to own. Yeah, it just takes one little bit of information, and we're going to see this record breaker get shattered. The next movie hype book we have is Invincible Iron Man number nine. Talking about the variant edition, this is the Horseman of the Apocalypse B cover by Chris Turcott, and it's the first full appearance of Riri Williams. This one is a lot of fun, man, because we've heard rumors about Riri since, heck, Endgame, since Tony Stark passed away. Who's going to replace the leader of the Avengers? And people specking on the young Avengers, and naturally they're specking on this young character. Now, what I find fascinating is that there is a clear split in speculation on which comic is the one to really be putting your money behind and they're all spiking super hard and relatively recently 9.8 copies of this turcot cover are averaging 450 dollars, but there was a 1300 dollars sale a few weeks ago that's right. And if you take a look at Invincible Iron Man issue number seven, we see the introduction of this character. And for a long time, this is where the spec was. 9.8's hitting a respectable $500. But if we look a couple issues later, we're looking at Invincible Iron Man issue number nine, cover A. This is the first time Riri puts on that suit. Not the Iron Man suit, but the first time she puts on the mech suit. And this right here is a major key moment. And spec is driving this book to hit close to that $500 marker. Now, you would say this is just a clear situation of, all right, is it first appearance? Is it, is it the full appearance? Are we doing Hulk 18181 talk? Yeah, and it's more like Ant-Man uh, comparisons, right? Because you have the first appearance of Hank Pym or you have the first time he wears the costume. So if you look at that kind of history, the first full appearance of the character is going to be the key to get. Uh, but then we're dealing now with variants and A covers and B covers and what's the print run ratio. For me, you got to go with that first appearance of Riri, not when she wears the suit. Interesting. I'm going to agree with you there. My money's on issue number seven. I think it's that people are worried those low count numbers are going to end up pushing the first appearance to be in that issue nine. We'll have to keep watching these books. While everyone's grabbing that issue nine, go get you an issue seven and, and secure that. There you go, man. Well, you know what? We have more variants to discuss because, oh my goodness, Amazing Spider-Man issue number four, Umberto Ramos making the list again with a one in 10 variant. Another one that I think you used to have, didn't you? This is another one I had in 2015, 9.8. It was a beautiful book. I'm just so impatient, man. This is five years later and uh, there's no way I was going to hold on to it for that long. I wish I would have because this book has climbed to an average of $615. It was selling for an average of $300 just a month ago and $425 just last week. So we have a huge jump from last week to this week, and I'm still kicking myself that I sold this book five years ago. Jem, we're not even seeing much difference to the standard cover A. I mean, this is why this book has to be on our list today. Didn't we call this book last week? Oh, it's why they got to be subscribed to the channel. Comic fam, hit that like button and let's chat about what should this book even be here? I don't know. I want to hear from you, comic fam, in the comment section below. We have Thor issue number five, the one in 25 variant. Black Winter is here in the first full appearance. How do you feel about this book, Jim? I'm going to get on my conspiracy theory. Let me put my foil hat on real quick. 
are we sure that the Black Winter and Null are two different entities? I mean, that just seems too coincidental. Like, you have these dark, black, all-powerful beings. I don't know. I feel like they're, they're connected somehow. Interesting. So you're saying that this full appearance, in your opinion, may not be a full appearance because what if it's the same character? I haven't heard that spec yet, but you know what? They're both very dark and appearing around the same time that Null is coming. This is interesting spec, but the community, I believe, is definitely thinking that this is a separate character and they're banking that this may be the next successor to Null. Yeah, I don't trust it. I don't think we've seen enough of the Black Winter. We don't really know what the character is yet. $400 is a pretty big chunk of change to guess on a character. Me, personally, I gotta wait to see what it does first. Yeah, this is definitely one of those situations because there were so many cover A's printed and sent out around the country, around the world, that people are navigating to that scarcer 1 in 25 variant. But seeing it hit $200 in a little over a week after release, we gotta report on it. For a raw book, too. I have that whole run, but I'm not selling it anytime soon. I love that run. Do you have any of these comic books, comic fam? Let me know in the comment section below. It'll enter you to win this Immortal Hulk issue number six, signed by Alex Ross, graded at 9.8. That's a nice gift. And if you guys do have any of these books, tag us on Instagram, Comic Time 101, Gem and Collectibles. I reposted everybody's uh, picture in my story, and we'll do the same this week. We'll see you very soon, comic fam, as always. Geek responsibly. Enough said. Comic fam, this is definitely a really fun list to cover, and I want to know your thoughts in the comment section below. And make sure to check out last week's video. I think it's important that you can keep referencing past videos so you can see these trends as we're seeing them because we're having to follow these sales very closely by the day. We appreciate you. We'll see you very soon.